Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel. You are here for your monthly forecast uh, for the month of November 2021. So this month is chock full of cosmic energies. Um, We started out the month with the uh, and Scorpio season with, you know, coming into and out of the the Halloween season. the first week of November, the new moon in Scorpio, uh, taking advantage of this veil being extremely, extremely thin. And then we've got the 1111 gateway. We also are starting eclipse season (laughs) at the end of this month. Um, there's just a whole lot going on. And, um, for those that celebrate also kicking off, um, the holiday seasons, uh, starting with, you know, our, our month of gratitude and being in the spirit of Thanksgiving. So let's go ahead and get started, um, with this month and, uh, see what the, uh, the energy is going to, to show us. I will share a little bit about the insights that I've been pulling in about this month. And I'm not going to talk too much about any one um, planetary event uh, in this channeling. If you'd like to see a little something a little bit more in depth, um, you can check out my Instagram um, account where I do some lives uh, event by event. So today is just going to kind of be our our general um, soul cast or forecast for the month. And starting with Scorpio season, um, I'm a pretty Plutonian person. So I have a, a, a love hate relationship with Scorpio season. Cause it does tend to bring, um, some personal challenges for me and my, in my growth, um, and expansion, but I also love it because it is just one of the most potent times of the year to do the work and to really dig into those things that, you know, at other times of the year are, are hidden away. You know, the, that eighth house, that house of Scorpio is about the, the hidden. Um, it's our, the depth of our power, our gifts, our sexuality, our, um, our ability to live in our own duality, to be at one in harmony with our shadow. Um, but, you know, really face those things within the shadow that can, um, turn our power into the darkness. So, you know, this is a really, really powerful season for transformation. And, 
to, you know, we've got some, some Taurus energy working for us this month too. So when it comes to really materializing in our world, these changes that we're making, the more authentic we are this month, the more likely you will be to see really rapid shift and transformation and on a material level in your life. And also keeping in mind, you know, this energy of gratitude for this month and that, you know, gratitude is the single emotion that is experienced in the range of human emotions um, that can dispel any other emotional energy. And it plugs us directly into our heart center and makes manifestation possible in the most abundant way. And so, you know, we, we do have the the potential this month to have a bit of a roller coaster ride, um, maybe some you know unexpected changes in our lives, um, but and but even the things that seem surprising or kind of come out of the blue are not going to be unfamiliar to you. You know, we've been in preparation for this uh, rebellion of energy for pretty much the entire year, um, especially the last few months, there's been a lot of preparation energetically for, for this new beginning, um, that we're truly starting for those of you who've been following me for some time, you know, that it is my personal belief that, um, the 11, portal that we experienced this gateway of one of the most powerful manifestation gateways, um, of the year. Um, I really believe is our new year's day and that we are actively working with the energy of the incoming 2022, um, now, you know, and, and we basically will be stepping through that, that gateway on 11, 11 and, and, and making it the new foundation, um, for what we're doing. So this is an important month. This is an important time period right now, um, depending on when you're tuning in. Um, if you have an opportunity to get to this message before the 1111 gateway, then, you know, you might actually be able to sit down and do a little manifestation exercise for yourself to decide um, what it is that you are looking to achieve in this incoming year and how you can get started doing that. Um, and maybe more importantly, what it is truly time to commit to letting go of and, and leaving behind. So it's kind of that idea of like, okay, we've got one of the most important gateways of the year coming up. Um, what are you going to drag through that gateway with you? Or what are you going to leave behind? So we're going to start the reading um, with the, the archetype cards uh, by Carolyn Miss, um, because of the fact that I just, I love to have kind of this, the personality um, of the month to see, you know, what we're, what we're going to be building the story around. I'm hearing actually with the, the duality uh, of this month that I'm going to pick two. I'm going to pick from the bottom and from the top. I'm, I'm laughing because it's the storyteller card again. Now I know why I was supposed to uh, pull two. The storyteller card was the card of last month of October. Um, so we are seeing, you know, how this bridges. Um, you know, one of the beautiful things about using the Oracle cards is 
because they tell a story and I am a, a, a verbal communicator and I am a storyteller. I love analogies and metaphors and um, testimony and, and all of that. And, you know, to understand that, yes, as every month comes in, it's going to tell its own story, but it's really just a continuation of the story that's been told and been unfolding. And so this just goes to show you that that energy of from October is going to continue into this month of this deep authenticity, this story of our truth of, of our story, right? And how are we living in that narrative? And are you finding a more authentic version of yourself and finding more safety in being in a day where there's no script, there's, there's no one telling you who you need to be or where you need to go or what you need to do, that it is truly you're writing the story as you're moving through it, right? So I talked about this last last month when I referenced this, this card and said, you know, it's time to put down those old stories, those old narratives, the, the old way that you identify with yourself, because a lot of that is not going to fit the way that we're moving forward, especially this month. There is no room for inauthenticity in this month of, of November, especially during Scorpio season. It's just not going to fly. Not with the planets that we have moving through this particular month. We are going to be put in a situation where we are going to be ver held very accountable for the choices that we're making and the energy that we're putting out into the world. So it's really deciding, you know, what, what story are you telling yourself? What stories around you are you attaching to and identifying with? And where are there health issues attached to those different stories? And this can mean physical health. You know, a lot of people will experience physical manifestation of these things this month um, in this, in the energy that we're in, you may actually see you having to treat the physical form, um, the physical body in order to help clean it out. Right. And it can be, maybe this is, you know, the, you've been working on the mental and the spiritual and the emotional, and now the body is manifesting that clearing, that cleansing, that detox and having to support that, or potentially treat some sort of ailment that was a manifestation of the old identification or of the old story to end it once and for all. So, you know, these are things to keep an eye on. The body is its own storyteller. It's trying to communicate something to you that's going on in a, on a deeper level. Scorpio is about the hidden, about the revelation of the hidden and really coming into harmony with all aspects of ourselves, the shadow and the light and understanding that but one is just as important as the other when it comes to being our whole selves and really being honest with ourselves and learning how to love ourselves in a very whole way. So the light attribute of the storyteller card is the ability to experience and express life through stories and symbols. So this is about your testimony. This is about being in touch with the story that your environment is telling you all the time through synchronicities and validations and, you know, how is spirit telling you a story um, in, you know, response to what you're putting out, the, the universe will respond back to you.
And then the shadow side is the deception, right? The, the stories that aren't true that we tell ourselves inside of our head um, that we're hearing other people tell us um, the manipulation and the deception. Um, and these are going to become more and more transparent, um, especially in this beginning of, of the month. Um, there's going to be quite a lot of that. It basically, especially on a political front, um, if there's something inauthentic, it's going to come out. And, and it's not going to go well. It's, there's an attempt to try to do something um, under the cloak or guise of something else. Um, I have a feeling that's that's it's not going to last very long. Um, so the the new uh, card that's coming forward is the night. So the light attribute of the night, loyalty, romance, and chivalry, a love of honor. So it is truly about. I mean, when you think about loyalty, I think about core values, right? Like loyalty inside of relationship and the relationship that you have with yourself um, to be your own knight in shining armor. You know, this idea, and we're all starting to realize there is no no knight in shining armor that's going to ride in and save you from your life, that there is, that's not happening out in the world either. You know, there it's, it's something that we do for ourselves. It's how we show up for ourselves by standing inside of our own authenticity, what's important to us, how we love ourselves, how we are loyal to ourselves, loyal to our own beliefs, and that we're not sacrificing ourselves to the whim of somebody else's story. The shadow attributes of the night, allegiance to a destructive ruler or a principle, romantic delusions. So this goes kind of into that betrayal. You know, it's like the deception. Um, and are you giving your power away to someone that's making promises that are just false promises? So this allegiance to a destructive ruler or destructive principles. And this is where we're really asked to take a look at our belief systems, look at the, the stories we're identifying with that are being told to us. And are we just being spoon fed with something or are we truly functioning from a place of um, inside voice, right? This, is, this has been the message all year long that the vibration of 2021 was about discovering our truth and that it would potentially be a, a revolutionary truth that would create broken foundations, you know, there, but there was cracks in those foundations already and that this this rebellion would wipe that out kind of once and for all to start building sustainable foundations that are built more on these attributes of loyalty, um, chivalry, honor, uh, and the romance. I, I love that this is in here as well. Um, the, the little knight has a little heart on his flag, uh, because this truly does point to the fact that we're bringing in the energy of the incoming year of 2022 and that 2022 energy, that triple two, it reduces to six and six is beauty. It's love. It's romance. It is service. It's compassion. It's all of those things. And so we have the potential to move into a really beautiful, supportive energy next year for those that are really committed to this path of truth. Okay. 
let's just take a look at the book before I move on to see if there's any other goodies in the description of the night. Associated with chivalry, courtly romance, royalty, self-sacrifice and protecting the princess and going to battle only for honorable causes. Has spiritual overtones of service and devotion. Shadow Knight manifests as an absence of honor in chivalry or a loyalty to questionable rulers or principles. Look for a pattern of service to others that straddles the line between self-sacrifice and self-neglect. It's an interesting relationship. I think that when we look at the the revelation of the the hidden parts of self that are going to be offered to us during this month um, to go deeper into this work we've been doing all year long more into that realm of the unconscious or the subconscious where we tend to just kind of run on autopilot we're not even realizing that the impulses are moving through our circuitry because they're just so programmed in and as an absolute truth that we just don't question it and, you know, really looking at this idea of where are we out of balance, right? We looked at that last month when the Libra season really bringing in the balance and being asked to look at those areas of our life that were out of balance. Now, everything has just become so painfully transparent at this point that, I mean, it's downright, you know, exhausting um, to not look at it. It's exhausting to resist it. The change is pushing you into doing something new, into starting this new life. And if you aren't doing it, if you are resisting it, if you are staying locked in fear or locked in the, of the resentment or you know those old emotions, you are going to get tired fast. Your body is going to break down. It is literally like pushing against something that is immovable. Um, at this point, there is no room for that. We are only moving forward into love and the areas where you are the most exhausted are the areas where you are putting up resistance to something that can no longer be resisted, if that makes sense. So, and one of these areas of, of searching is in those areas where um, you are exhausted, where you are resentful, where you are angry, where you are bitter. Um, all of those are pointing towards the areas that need work because you are still in some sort of old mentality that is that says that you do not deserve to have your desires fulfilled and where we are going in that authentic higher truth is understanding that you are loved and you are divinely designed to have your desires fulfilled and the only person at this point that's telling you that you can't do that is you so how are you still doing that? And this might take some serious meditation to look at old patterns. We're looking at the relationship of who you are and how you were raised, that nature versus nurture relationship, really looking at your love language, your love coding, um, and, and understanding that, you know, there there might be some things that you've been creating action around in your life to create movement, but that old coding is still in there that really needs some, some meditation time and some consciousness around it in order to really get a handle on it, to shift it. And if you need help with that, that's something, you know, think about 
coming for a session, you know, it's, I, I do, I've been doing this for myself and I've been doing it through the emotion code and the body code and the discoveries that I have been making, um, from my childhood are, some of them are blowing my mind. And, you know, this is, I'm not a stranger to doing the work. I, you know, it almost to the point of self-punishment, I think sometimes <laughs> in my development path, but, you know, some of these things that these revelations that have been, I've been guided to through my physical manifestations, right? The things that I've been trying to get balanced in my body, understanding that I've done everything that I need to do to balance myself on a physiological level. So why are things still short-circuiting? Well, because there's something else going on in there that's an emotional impulse or a mental impulse, some sort of programming that is still in there that's telling that subconscious mind is telling my body to do something that is in opposition to what I'm attempting, the change I'm attempting to create in my life. So really sitting down to dive into those hidden aspects has been uh, mind blowing. Um, so please reach out and, and schedule a session if, if you need some help with these discoveries. All right. So let's move on, starting with this story of the night and take a look. Okay. I'm going to start with, let's do some, just some traditional tarot first. Um, I, this is a, a deck that I actually have only just started using. It's called the star tarot. And I, what I love about this um, it's Kathy McClellan. If you're new to, um, traditional, the traditional tarot structure, this is a wonderful deck because of the fact that she really walks you through and teaches you while you are learning about the message of the card itself. So you're learning about the different suits. You're learning about the numbers within the suits. You're learning about the story of the major arcana. Um, it's just, it's a wonderful teaching tool while you're actually actually doing your card pulls. So this is one that I would suggest, um, especially for beginners and the artwork is really cool too. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of imagery. I'm very attracted, uh, uh, attracted to specific kinds of imagery and the decks that I choose. <clears throat> All right. So we're asking for messages for the month of November, guidance, a soul cast of the energy this month to help guide us to be able to make the most of this part of our journey and it being a really important one. Okay. Okay. Eight of Pentacles. So we're starting with Earth. Um, we are, you know, I'm, I'm actually doing this recording today is the new moon in Scorpio. Um, and it is in opposition to Taurus. And so there's a lot of earth energy that's inside of this transformational period, meaning, um, our material realm, um, this month. And, you know, when we, when we think about abundance, especially we, we tend to focus heavily on our material world. Um, what do we have in a material sense? Um, our home, our finances, um, abundance in our relationships, our physical body, you know, all of these things that I, I'm talking about. This is um, the, the eight of pentacles. Um, this is basically manifestation coming full circle. 
Okay. It, it is the completion of an energy cycle that says what you have put out has come back and manifested. And so, you know, taking a look this month, remember I was saying, um, and for those of you who watched my new moon forecast, you know, this idea of there's no room for anything this month other than authenticity. And if you are committed to that journey, regardless of how challenging it is, your material manifestation is going to be rapid and things are going to show up in your life or they're going to leave your life in a very rapid way and sometimes in an unexpected way. Um, so it could be that there's a new job or a new relationship. Maybe there's a sudden move, you know, that's going to be coming in for you this month. Um, but one of the focuses around manifesting in the physical, especially all the things that we have around us, remembering that gratitude, especially this month, because it is the, the month of Thanksgiving for many of us, the Americans, um, that we, we think we're, we're put into a, a mindset of gratitude, of really being thankful for what we already have. And when we're in that position of looking at the beauty that we already have in our lives right now, what we've already gathered, what we have already manifested, um, to take a look at that and, and be grateful for where you are and, and the work that's been done is it all done? Are there things left to do? Probably, but that doesn't change the fact that there is so much to be grateful for right where you are in your life right now. <clears throat> so the eight of pentacles. The next card is the two of swords. This is the swords is the field of the mind. Um, it's, it's an air it's, it's the air sign. You can see the crescent moon here. This is a really cool, um, card. The two, it, it shows the mirror, right? You see the, the image of the woman above, um, you see her reflection below. We we've got a mirroring going on, uh, and, and duality for, for sure. You know what? I'm going to, this one feels like one that I want to actually read the description from the book. Um, this has a connection to the, the high priestess card in the major arcana, which, you know, has to do with our ability to be du dual in our balance between our head and our heart. And that this is truly where the wisdom, um, can guide us. So we don't get overwhelmed by the ego, right? So really understanding that that ego can come up out of the shadow and grab us and, and be super hypercritical and really judgmental and pull us away from the, the communication of our emotional state. Um, and knowing that both of these things are just as important, you know, really balancing the intellect, the emotional intelligence and our, our, our intellect as we understand it of the mind, um, which guides us into a connection with our spiritual intelligence. So let's take a look at this um, two of swords, especially the this crescent moon. Okay, so the two inside the story, the, the lesson of the two is primal growth. The number two introduces balancing the dualities in yourself, projects, or relationships with the energy of the two you are exploring your inner and outer dualities, the feminine and masculine aspects, your light and dark side, your ideals and your goals, your fears and strengths. Two brings the action of integration and unification to opposing energies. 
It symbolizes the balancing and exchange energy moving back and forth between your polarities. The challenge of the two is the clo to close the void between the opposing sides that yearn to merge into something greater. The path of the two brings the opportunity to test, blend, create, and expand life's experiences on this journey through the physical world. Choices, changes, and creative opportunities come with the two. Two is the number of the major arcana key, the high priestess. Intuitive and magical, she brings balance between positive and negative forces of self, reminding one to become centered and listen to the inner voice. The second house of the zodiac is Taurus within its keywords, I want. This house and sign represent feminine earth that is stable, strong, sensual, and loyal. Taurus loves material things, but is also connected to spirit. His mission is to find his true inner value and live it in his material world. The twos bring the beginning of integration and creation. The two of wands brings powerful energy and inspiration. Two of cups brings true love and healing. Two of swords brings personal power and personal truth. The two of pentacles brings change and rebalancing. Together, they all create a space for growth and expansion. So the two of swords in particular, this card we're looking at right now, personal power and truth. With the two of swords journey, you start to search for your true self and personal power. The heart and intellect are trying to find a peaceful balance. Things felt in the heart don't always match up with the intellect's vision. When the mind and heart are torn, there is no peace. The physical self goes to the daily motions of life unsettled. Inner conflict grows and there's a need to still the body and quiet the mind, allowing the intuitive feelings of the heart to speak its truth over the clamor of the righteous mind. Wisdom of the heart and clarity of the mind need to merge equally to bring the right choice or action to move forward on their journey. The key to the two of swords is learning how to see and judge with the mind while also listening to the heart wisdom. The gift of this card is knowing and speaking your truth from a place of balance and power. The mind or the ego is actively exploring and sorting out life's experiences, judging what is useful and what is not. It longs for oneness of the ace, but now the mind sees there are two sides to everything, bringing confusion. Solutions seem black and white with no common ground or alternative perspective. The mind overwork struggles to find balance and the emotional heart and soul. This quandary brings indecision, denial, blocked feelings, procrastination, and suppression. Fear separates you from your personal power. This is when you need to balance the polarities of the heart and the mind, merging the wisdom of both. The conflicts and challenges of the heart and mind present opportunity for your growth and expansion. The past is the past and the future is unknown. When you live in the present, you let go of all of the what ifs. You begin to flow with the moment and aligning with your personal power. This card signals a withdrawal from the problems and distractions surrounding you. Meditation and taking time out to settle emotions in the racing mind is a good step. Your mind may be going over and over the different facets of a situation, unable to come up with a solution. A choice or decision has to be made, and you wish the situation would just go away. The Two of Swords brings truce or reconciliation to a predicament by maintaining an inner balance of the heart, soul, and mind, and getting in touch with your core values. It assists in the reconnection to your personal power and inherent wisdom. Seek the combined vision of the heart and mind. All answers are within. You know, this also brings to mind, um, I was chatting with my friend Robbie last night and some other really amazing people. Um, and he was discussing the Archangel Raguel and how this, this particular angel can be a really important guide for arbitration when you're attempting to find harmony and balance in your life. And, you know, it can be external, you know, you can call him in to help you um, in relationship issues and things like that. But really, when we're talking about this too, this is her and her 
right on this card. And this is her and her in the state of, of creating something new in a new creative endeavor, which the, that crescent moon says, you know, it's time to build. Um, it's time to give birth to something new. And so, you know, this idea of balance within and arbitration within to find a place of harmony between your heart and your mind. And sometimes that means not making a decision, right? Sometimes that means just kind of sitting in it for a little while um, and kind of meditating on where you are. Scorpio says, you know, in this, the beginning of the month of November, it says dig deep. It says dig deep into maybe some of those things that you don't want to necessarily look at because they're attached to the shadow. And there are those kinds of things that, you know, we don't, there, there can be painful aspects of that. And we being human, you know, don't want to touch the painful stuff. And, but yet sometimes the only way we can push ourselves through that birth canal is to go through the pain of the birth. And so, you know, Scorpio says, I've got you, right? I'm supporting you in this really loving void, this womb where all things begin. I'm going to support you and hold you in the void so you can look at this and learn to love it and learn to figure out where your power is in that. And then being able to find a natural and intuitive solution that the heart and the mind can agree on. And so, like I said, with the, the earthly stuff that's showing up this first card, you know, it, and being able to go through it, it, a, a full cycle of manifestation and really being able to take a look at what's around you, you know, this, this is the, 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 the stuff that's going to be showing up potentially is very material. It can be, um, issues that you're experiencing with your health. It could be issues that you're experiencing inside of your finances, um, potentially with your job, you know, maybe inside of your most important relationships. This is going to be the, the already manifested where you can dig in and work with what you've already got to make sure that whatever the new stuff is that you're trying to manifest, isn't going to just be a repeat of the old stuff, right? Because if you don't take care of the things that are existing, then you're just carrying that baggage into the new beginning. So really taking a look at what this, this high priestess of the mind is showing you, the ego is trying to talk you out of doing something, right? The, the ego says, we don't want to look at that. That hurts too much. Um, and instead, using the intellect and the heart together to be able to come to some sort of new solution or new way of, of viewing things. All right. Nine of wands, nine of wands. This is a, you know, the, the nine is a resolution number. Um, the wands is your, this is the solar plexus, basically. This is your fire. This is your, your creativity, your passion. Um, it's your magic within it's your light within, um, it's those things that drive us forward. Okay. So the nine of wands here again, we see balance in this. You see the black wolf and the white wolf standing on this side. This reminds me of Metatron, this card. I don't know if there's a connection to Metatron with this particular card, but this is what it feels like. It feels like the chariot. That's what this card feels like. feels like the chariot. Um, and this idea that there's balance on either side of this, 
this figure on this card and you see he's got the ninth wand in the center of his body he's grounding it so it's it's balance on both sides okay so nine of wands the wounded warrior when the nine of wands enters your journey it is taking you through some difficult and traumatic times, leaving you weary and battled. You haven't come out of your experience smoothly, but you have survived holding your ground. There is difficulty trusting yourself in the world around you, leaving you anxious on the edge and a bit defensive. You have traveled the rough path of the hero's journey. The key to the nine of wands is recognizing and accepting the experiences that brought you into this present state. Rest, learn to meditate, be patient and kind to yourself, seek guidance and support. Time will sort things out. The gift of the nine of wands is the opportunity to reclaim your spiritual strength in your life. Through your difficult battles, you've changed and a part of you is searching for answers and peace. The nine of wands path takes you through the dark parts of your soul, experiencing the divine the diverse energies of the world. It awakens the spiritual warrior within, empowering you to move through past, present, and future conflicts and battles with courage, inner truth, and trust. You're on a spiritual journey of soul reclamation. The challenge and work is bringing the darkness you hold to the surface, transforming the chaos of life's battles into the place of balance and peace. When you succeed, you find your spiritual courage and strength. The wounds you have taken you will begin to heal and some may scar, leaving a remembrance of the journey you've traveled. With this card, you have a choice to move on from your inner battles and heal or continue to live and fight on your own chosen external battlefield. This chapter in life is coming to an end and only you can decide which is the right path for you. This is what I was talking about. It's like the, the anything that's left at this point, any resistance or war that you're preparing for is just with yourself. And, and the only obstacle in your path is is you at this point the nine of wands you may feel angry or defensive overreacting not knowing when to let something go this card signals traumatic experiences in the life and in your life that need to be confronted and healed these times it's important to connect to your true inner being letting go of the battles in your mind and heart and soul this requires clarity strength belief and trust once this is achieved, you stand your ground as life's hard lessons swirl around you. Light will shine through to your heart and soul, and the battle becomes the path of acceptance that leads to healing and peace. You begin to see karmically what is your work and what is not. The Nine of Wands brings an opportunity to grow and expand out of toxic and traumatic experiences into a new way of life that is fulfilling. So basically, the, this card is describing everything that I've already talked about, you know, and that really kind of came through this Two of Swords card. So it's kind of a validation of, you know, this Two of Swords is bringing forward the message in the nine of wands. So, you know, the, these are really partners and, and are kind of mirroring one another. Um, what's also interesting is that he's got his wand stuck inside the full moon. Um, this is the crescent moon. So it's just, it's just a very interesting story about how we are being challenged to really in order to really come into balance, you know, with the beginning of whatever October started to bring in, even, even before that September, um, and really taking a look at what are you not looking at, you know, is, is really it. And knowing that if you allow your, your spirit, your heart, 
your that internal strength and empowerment to be your guide that you will be able to discern how to let these things go what needs to even be let go right like where is the solution what is it that you're grabbing on to to work out and and eventually let go of um that the ego is having a really hard time letting go of so you know this this is the balance the yin and the yang um the darkness and the light coming together the the relationship um with yourself the relationship with your duality the relationship with your shadow um and how are you looking at the the challenges in your life are you looking them at them through a victim lens um or are you looking at them as an opportunity to learn and grow and to birth yourself in a new way. All right, one more card from the Star Tarot. Uh, Ten of Pentacles. Oh, I love this card. <laughs> it's like, you know, this this beautiful um, journey fulfilled the the key to all of those earthly pleasures, an abundance of love, of family, of home um it this is a this is a beautiful a beautiful card and you know this just kind of validates exactly what i was saying it's like if you really commit to this you commit to being the most authentic version of yourself with the the goal of loving yourself in that and the the joy of that journey regardless of how challenging it is the joy to finding yourself the joy to coming back to yourself the joy of loving yourself in uh, unapologetically you know and and really coming into this place where you can let go of you know what other people think of you who cares it's not their journey you know what are you trying to prove and who are you trying to prove it to you know where are you how are you chasing love you know it's like this absence of love within you're looking for it everywhere else except inside so what what is it that you're chasing out there you know all of these things come into balance and when you finally discover that within you and you start moving in that, then the whole world around you, your environment starts to reflect that back at you. So the 10 of pentacles. It brings success, abundance, and wealth. You're experiencing the riches of life. Ten of Pentacles blesses you with spiritual wisdom being channeled and expressed into the material. Life feels golden. You have found the key to living your earthly desires and balance divine thought and the rewards are magical. This beautiful balance gives you a deep appreciation, not only for what you have achieved on the earthly plane, but what you have achieved in your spiritual evolution. This is, this is too, like this has a lot to do very similar to the messages that came forward with the Scorpio new moon about the ability to um, perceive beauty in your life. Gratitude. This is what I'm talking about. It's like when, once you actually look at what you've already got, where you already are, everything that you've achieved, the person that you are, all the where the challenges have brought you in this moment, understanding how surrounded you are with abundance, you know, it's it's that that will attract in more. It, you know, we get so blinded, I think, sometimes and so in into our shadow work that we are only seeing through that filter all the things that we aren't yet all the 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 things we have yet to achieve um when in fact 
when we go back into the present moment, I'm one of the other cards said that the past is gone and the future is unknown. Live in the present moment right now and have gratitude for who you are and where you are and all that you have in your life. And that is, that blows the heart wide open. Gratitude will infect every cell of your being um, and your aura. And, you know, this, this idea of, of balance in this month has everything to do with maintaining some sort of perspective, you know, and, and being in gratitude um, of where you are and what's really important. You know, we talked about core values, you know, in that the attribute of the night, you know, of that, the honor, you know, really honoring yourself, honoring everything you've achieved and being in that space with gratitude and honoring your emotions right now, you know, I mean, maybe you're, you're still in that place of working through your anger and, and all of that. And that's okay because we, we need to be able to work through those things and figure out their origins to resolve it and then be able to use that emotional energy in a productive way, instead of continuing to weaponize it either by compartmentalizing it inside of our bodies or projecting it out into our lives and basically making it a block for joy and beauty, because that is the filter that we are unable to perceive beauty. If we are living in anger and living in resentment, no desires can be fulfilled when we're living in a space that says that you're not allowed to have that. Okay. So this is a, this, this story is one that is not unfamiliar, right? We said that about November, um, that Scorpio was going to be giving some really deep revelations around issues that we've already been working on. And this is to really allow us to see who we want to be going into this next year. It's like, okay, I've been stuck in this, this stuff for a while now, what have I, you know, it, maybe it's time to, to really take a new lens, take a new perspective, take some action that you've been afraid to take up until now, because like, you know, what spirit is showing you is the only person, the only one that's standing in your way is you right now. So it's time to take a different pers perspective on what balance might look like right? Really facing those challenges, being willing to take on the wound and, and wearing that scar tissue, like a, like a crown, you know, like a, like a medal of honor, um, that says that I, not only did I survive, but I came out on the other side, a better version of myself because I did it. And then the universe being able to return that manifestation instantly in this place of feeling like you've honored yourself, you've loved yourself through it and being able to take a look at where you are in this present moment and understanding that you're already surrounded with everything that you need to have everything you want is inside of you. It's just being able to look at it in a new way and really starting to love your whole self as your authentic self and, and taking action from there. And the magnetism, this material energy this month is pretty astounding. It's, it's like rapid manifestation. And of course we've got the 1111 portal this month, which is one of the most powerful manifestation gateways that we have all year long. So this is a time to really pay attention, um, to, you know, the conversations you're having with yourself, the stories you're telling yourself. It's like, it's time to stop telling yourself the old stories and 
if you don't, you will continue to live in that. And it's almost like this really resistant perpetual cycle. It's, it's like being in purgatory, you know? And so really you're, you're the only person that's going to ride up on that horse and save you from yourself. And so it's, it's time. Okay. So, um, I want to talk about, I wanted to pull a card from the sacred rebels, um, because there is this energy of rebellion, um, that's really starting to ramp up this month. Um, that's been vibrating all year, building all year. And, you know, our planets are in a position right now too, where we're going to start to see this on, you know, in the, the world of politics, um, in the world of leadership, um, and major structures, you know, in our world where, you know, the, the things that have been broken for a really long time, the, the voice of the people is going to reach it, start reaching a crescendo, um, that's going to create a vibration that's going to, you know, really will turn and start to see these foundations fall apart. Okay. Against the grain. Okay. So against the grain. This is a four card. And so the, the four vibration, um, when I did my new moon and Scorpio reading, I pulled, there was just the 20 twos were coming out like crazy. Um, and you know, when we think in particular about the 11, 11 portal, you know, that's the, the four ones. Um, and so, and when, what do you, you reduce it, you've got two and two, right? Well, you re reduce the two and two and what do you have? four. Um, it's a very foundational, uh, vibration, you know, and it really shows kind of that full journey through self-mastery. And so this is a really interesting card, um, to pull given this story that's already been told here because, you know, <laughs> Um, we're looking at the, the, the vibration of rebellion. Okay. Um, which is going against the grain, right? It's, it's figuring out what's right for you. What are your core values? Um, and potentially go in your own way, which might mean, you know, I've, I've talked to so many people who are leaving groups, leaving jobs, leaving friends, um, leaving relationships, you know, really seeing where the things that surround them are not in alignment with where they're going. And it's, you know, it's not happening in a sudden way. It's, it's happening in a very organic way. And it's because very organically, they've been taking this journey to discovering themselves and their most authentic self and really starting to listen to that inner voice. And that potentially might mean setting yourself free from your current situation by doing, going away that it's maybe you thought you would never go, you know, or that can be really uncomfortable too, because, you know, it can be a journey that we take alone for a little while. Um, but really starting to understand that, you know, sometimes the, the best solutions and will come out of periods of isolation and meditation. Um, and that when we are on our own, we set out on our own, there's nobody there to tell us who we are or where to go or what to do. We are our own authority. It's just you on your path with source. And so in that, there can be a lot of, of this energy of freedom, like we were talking about this energy of liberating yourself from the, the old identity, the old story, the old structures, um, that at this point in your life, you might be realizing are no longer working for you. Okay. So 
And this is building a new foundation for yourself, which is not an easy path. You know, I mean, when we are leaving old truths and we're leaving old belief systems and leaving old structures, um, the ego freaks out because it only understands how to survive and has defense mechanisms that are real dependent on that old story. And so the minute you try to break free from that and, and start to do something new, the, the ego can get really loud. Um, we can get hypercritical, we can get judgmental, we can start doubting ourselves, um, you know, all of those things, because ultimately the ego wants us to turn back. It wants us to go back to what we already knew. It doesn't matter how healthy it is or how unhappy we are there. It's just, that's how it knows how to be. And so when we set out to create a new foundation for ourselves, you know, often it's because the towers are falling, right? Like sometimes our whole world has to fall apart in order for us to start building something new. Sometimes that can happen suddenly. We can have sudden changes that come in to really jar our, our, our existence and make us move in a new direction out of necessity. Um, especially if we are dragging our feet, you know, if we're really procrastinating on something and we're keeping ourselves in that purgatory, the universe is going to come in and give us a little push, right? Against the grain. You want birds to be able to fly underwater. You want to love you want love to trump power. You want humanity to relate to each other as equals and recognize the sacredness in you and in the world around you. You want to unleash the beauty that hides in even the ugliest of scenes or sentiments. You want to make possible what others say cannot be. Be a radical dreamer, be a sacred rebel, and you bring the light of a more positive future into the world. However, it can have its burdens. Deep within you may, you may feel that you don't really fit in with the rest of the world. Perhaps your sense of how things can be and how they really are is so different to the smaller minds or fearful hearts of many others that you rarely are received for all that you offer. This might make you feel frustrated, thwarted, or even lonely at times. The universe so loves you for your unusual take on things, for the quirkiness in you that dares to honor that which is different and that renders the impossible possible. You must never ever lose your unusual ways and become dry and serious, appropriate and conventional, not even for appearances sake, for you would lose your essence. You are here to show that life is about so much more than conventional success. This oracle comes with a special message for you. You are someone who lives and breathes in the depths of creative waters. You need to lose yourself in the flow of music, nature, dreams, imagination, and fantasy through art and literature, meditation, dance, sensual surrender to the sacred waters of the ocean, the rivers, the lakes, or just your bathtub. You must go against the grain. It's just your way. You are not one of the followers, but one of the agitators. However, yours is not a force of disrespectful chaos. You're a loving catalyst. And by simply being yourself and constantly remind people that there is always another way. This oracle comes with particularly guide particular guidance that you are meant to be exactly as you are. This is the authenticity. You are meant to be the black sheep, the rainbow sheep, or the wild wolf in the flock of sheep, the daring butterfly spirit calling to the caterpillars that is you. The price you pay for the gift of individuality is that you must take care of it and guard it so that you are not dulled down and conditioned into playing at being something you are not. That's another, this whole storyteller night situation, right? It's very similar energy. If this has happened or is threatening to happen, the oracle brings you comfort. You always dream of birds that fly underwater. You know that the true nature of your being can never be changed. At most, it can only be hidden for a time. Now is the time to accept who you are and allow your truths to be freely expressed. Don't worry about the effects of going against the grain. When we are who we are in truth, 
We attract the support, protection, and energy we need to thrive. There's the 10 of pentacles, okay? So this message is, is very similar to the other story that's being told here. When we are unapologetically ourselves and we are commit to our authenticity, even in the face of adversaries and challenges and limitations, we will be rewarded. Your power comes from aligning your outward self with your inner truth, not with the general consensus. You will then find another dreamer, other wild butterflies, atypically colored sheep to join you in conjuring better visions for our world. This was another thing that came forward in the new moon of Scorpio is your soul tribe. Like that when you are unapologetically yourself and led by that and not led by fear or anger, or resentment, or any of those things, you will vibe in all of those people that are the rainbow sheep that are the other unicorns out there. You know, that this is a time to find those people, to collaborate with those people. It's very cosmically supported. This is the, the, you know, the other, the eight of pentacles, you turn the eight on its side, it's the infinity sign. So it's being able, we're, we're being shown in these cars that we are so magnetic right now and that the veil is non-existent. So we're, we're having conversations with, with the universe, with God, with spirit all day, every day, and inside of our thoughts and everything we're doing. And it's coming right back. It's coming right back. There's, there's no delay. And so, you know, it, it really is this opportunity to, you know, put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, and, and make the investment in yourself, make that commitment, no matter how hard it might be to, to take that step forward, that you will be rewarded. Okay. You know what? I'm not feeling that the card deck anymore. Let's go with the Ganesh. New beginnings, number one card, new beginnings. And the accompanying card is 13, understanding. 13 also reduces to four. 13 is also a sacred number in and unto itself, a very mystical number. Okay, so obviously, Number one being the new beginnings, starting another chapter. At the start of every endeavor, you will find Ganesh. This is an indication of new energy on the horizon that brings open-hearted opportunities. Pay attention to where you are going. A new beginning can sometimes have a deeper spiritual significance, encouraging a different consideration or a fresh approach to how you connect with your inner guidance. With awareness comes understanding. One benefit of this new start may be the opportunity to stay true to your own path and guidance. Release the need to try to bring others into your vision. Trust yourself and be willing to do the work needed at this time. Your inspiration is positive. Creativity, finances, and love are flowing just before you. Ask Anesh to assist you with the new energy and opportunities ahead. And number 13... Clear vision is the gift of seeing with not only your physical eyes, but also with your spiritual eyes. 
The eye of Ganesh symbolizes the state of grace that is reached through your willingness to do your spiritual work in this lifetime. As you focus on your life lessons, you reclaim the true meaning of your being. You have the talent determination to continue on this course before you. The eye holds the key to your higher consciousness and your gift of awareness. Look for the deeper meaning in ordinary experiences. Work on being more observant. Remember to live in balance with your physical and spiritual bodies. Take the time to look at your current circumstances from a different perspective. Free yourself from limiting thoughts and beliefs. You're receiving an opportunity to move beyond your past. Accept that the fear from the past and even more as you move forward serves the greater purpose. Imagine yourself soaring above this current situation and gaining greater perspective. It's your ability to rise above the conditions that will benefit you and assist you in flourishing. Ganesha asks you that you give permission, give yourself permission to be free in order to attain the joy that your heart desires. It's the same message, <laughs> same message over and over again. Um, you know, what's interesting is there's a lot of focus on the, the inside voice. Um, you know, we could be seeing some physical manifestations this month of uh, the, the network inside the ears, like the ENT, right? So um, the, the, the ears, the sinuses, the throat, the eyes, you know, it's all the way that we are perceiving the world that we can, we, we can bring in the data. Um, and then we basically take that data and analyze it. And then there's a response that comes out, right? So this is just what our five senses are about to be able to perceive and interact with our environment to create some sort of it's a stimulus that creates a response. And, you know, this is our reciprocity inside of our environment with our senses. So as we are moving into an extrasensory time where we're also being challenged to see ourselves in a new way, to hear our inner voice. And it could be that we have energy blocks inside of our vision, inside of our ears, inside of our expression channel, you know, these areas that need to be opened and expanded and cleared, old toxins released from there, old filters that are outdated, you know, all of these old ways of perceiving our environment might need to be cleaned out. So there could be ear infections or hearing issues or um, sinus, you know, I've been having a lot of congestion in, in the sinuses and my ears, you know, it's like kind of like being underwater, you know, um, or like itchy ears, you know, things like that. Um, the eyes too, swelling around the eyes, pressure in the eyes, potential vision problems or vision changes, um, you know, all of these kinds of things. So really thinking too, how is your body communicating to you? You know, it's like, how do your eyes need to be cleaned out? Your ears need to be cleaned out. Your throat needs to be cleared. You know, all of these different interesting ways that the body is manifesting um, more on that you know, spiritual level, the changes and transformation that needs to occur. And sometimes we have to make those tweaks to our physical body. It's, it's along for the ride and it is listening. The body is responding to the vibration of our consciousness and our unconscious, the, the, the impulses from the mind. Um, so just remember that, you know, that, um, we are, we're holistic beings 
and that as we are working through old mental patterns, old emotional patterns, the body is going to respond. Um, this might be a really good month to, um, you know, I think I talked about this last month too, but, you know, really making that commitment to uh, potentially doing a little bit of a cleanse for your body, you know, nothing too dramatic, but just something that's going to support um, these things that are going on um, inside. And, you know, a special attention to that liver gallbladder connection where the anger and the resentment and, you know, those things that are, have landed hard in the body are preventing you from moving into a joyful perspective or a perspective of gratitude, um, or even allowing a higher perspective, that connection of the solar plexus and the third eye, um, you know, really doing some healing in those areas to allow this expression, this new expression of self that wants to come forward um, to really allowing that to, to happen. Remember the stone that was um, suggested, uh, actually this was in the new moon reading, I'm sorry, it was, there was a stone suggested um, with the transformation of self being Larimar, um, which is a really beautiful, kind of looks like the ocean with ocean foam, the blue and white, um, really pretty blue, uh, which is a, a stone of the throat, um, peaceful expression of self, peaceful transformation of self. So, you know, the, the overall energy of, of this month really is about deep transformation, but in a very material manifested way that, you know, we're really going to be seeing this. It really is going to be in our environment. We're going to see this active. You know, it's all of this stuff that's been going on on an internal level. We're going to really start seeing it show up in our world. Um, we might start seeing it on the news. We might start seeing it, you know, in our relationships. Like I said, we, this might be a season of change, you know, um, and it might be sudden or kind of unexpected where like a new job pops up, you know, or the potential to relocate or, you know, it, it just staying open and staying flexible, staying fluid um, is going to allow us to move through this birth canal in a little bit of an easier way. You know, it's, it's going back to what we were talking about last month, you know, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. So a short period of pain, meaning it's uncomfortable to change and grow at times that short period of pain is going to be worth your while because the rewards and celebrations of that new birth that is just waiting for you to allow yourself to open, to receive it. It's all just sitting there, just sitting, like just, it, it was on the other side of the veil. Now the veil is gone. So it's literally within your reach, but you need to commit to being your, being true to yourself, being loyal to yourself to really becoming this version of you that you've been working really hard to get to the, over the course of this whole year. So it's basically you're standing in front of the, your, the mirror and looking at yourself and it's time to ask, what are you afraid of? What are you still afraid of? And you are so supported cosmically right now to, to do this work. So it's like rolled up your sleeves and let's get down to business because it's all the rewards are just sitting there and waiting for you. You know, it's like this, this abundance, this, this gratitude, it's, it's right there at your fingertips. 
So I hope you enjoyed this channeling. I think November is going to be a really exciting month of change. I've got lots of stuff in the cooker um, coming forward. Um, we're I'm launching a, a New Year's uh, revolution event with my friend Robbie. Um, we're doing that on uh, December 16th. It's a Thursday evening. Um, however, if you buy your ticket, you will have access to the recording of that workshop. It will be interactive. We're going to be doing numerology of the incoming year. We're going to be doing some um, revolutionary resolutions and manifestations based in gratitude. We're going to be doing some healing. So I'm going to be doing a group motion code. Um, we're going to be doing some code coaching into, um, you know, picking your transformational word of the year. And uh, Robbie and I are going to be doing an exclusive tandem uh, channeling of the energy of 2022 for the group. So we hope you'll join us with that. Take a look at the newsletter. You can go to guidancefromgratitude.com um, where the event's going to be listed. You can reach out to me for details. Um, that'll be advertised shortly in the next couple of weeks. Um, if you're a level one Seraphim Blueprint. I have level two coming up on November 20th. That'll be my final Seraphim Blueprint class of the year. So stay in touch. I'll, I'll be announcing the next level one will probably be happening in the spring along with the continuing classes of those that have already started the journey. I believe the spirit play date for November is already sold out, but uh, keep an eye out. We might be listing some more of those, Robbie and I. Uh, and I'm also going to be introducing a new um, podcast series and IGTV live with a very, very close friend of mine um, called uh, Soul Speak Easy, um, which is going to um, be backroom conversations about spirit and God and our existence and and all of the metaphysical things um, and energetic things that I talk about here, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna dig in a little bit more uh, from a spiritual perspective, a scriptural perspective, biblical perspective. Um, so I think that that's gonna be uh, an enjoyable thing to take part in. So keep an eye out for that too. Uh, as always, I'm grateful for you. Uh, thank you for tuning in to hear this message. Uh, I hope it resonates. If you need any assistance with your journey, please don't hesitate to reach out. Out and schedule a session um, where we can do some one-on-one -on -one work um, to help you move through any of these hidden blocks that you're struggling with. Okay. Uh, blessings and light for your November. Um, lots of gratitude and blessings and um, abundance uh, cornucopia for your, your incoming month and best of luck in the, the beginning of this next eclipse season. So uh, until the next time, guys, thanks a lot for joining me. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one -on -one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.